Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, This is the Successful Life Podcast, your favorite home services podcast. Hi, I'm Corey Barrier, number one best-selling author of Nine Simple Steps to Sell More Shit. I'm here to help you open more doors, close more deals, and rock your revenue in your home services company. I coach home service businesses using the nine steps in my book, a proven process that transforms your home service business to help you make more money with less frustration. You can go to HVACplumbingSales.com for more information, or you can text me directly at 919 896 9999. If you could please scroll down and hit, give us a five star review, leave us a couple of sentences, tell me what you like about the show. Next, I want to make sure we thank and we honor our military today. It's Veterans Day today. So thank you so much. If you've served in the military or if you've had a family member that served in the military, happy Veterans Day. And a special happy Veterans Day to my little brother, Josh Barrier. Um, I, in my stepdad, Eddie Childers, and my grandpa, who is no longer with us. Very grateful for all three of these people. Today's episode is a banger with me, Corey B. Today, we discuss how to build relationships, how those relationships transform into partnerships. And lastly, I'm going to tell you about the craziest roof con story that includes fleas, bugs, and Alcoholics. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn, apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, two, one, let's go. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier, and today, folks, we're going to be talking about how to build relationships, partnerships, collaborations, and we're going to top it off with a quick story about Alcoholics Anonymous and my recent discoveries. So this is going to be fascinating. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be very a little bit different than what we're normally talking about. Look, when you think about sales, most people have a negative connotation with that. Most people have, most people think that salespeople are slime balls, right? A lot of people think people in home services are slime balls. This is really why I this is why I love working with the trades because y'all get y'all get shit on just like I do. And so I really understand, I just understand that mindset. That's all I guess I'm trying to say. Anyhow, the point is if you want to grow your business, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to collaborate with other businesses. You're gonna want to collaborate with other other people in your space. Here's an example. I have partnership agreements with a brand with branding companies, with mark, marketing companies, with operation. I have an operations team. So my point is this. I have 
everything that my customer needs whenever they work with me. So I make it super convenient to work with me because look, at the end of the day, it's like going to, you know, I don't know, Sam's Club, right? You have everything in one place. I don't do all these things, but I have relationships, partnerships, and or collaborations with people that can do all of these things, right? There's literally nothing you can come to me and ask me about in home services that I don't have an option for you. And I'm getting ready to lock in a lock in a deal with a financing company because look, a lot of companies, your you maybe your company, who knows? There's a lot of home services out there, service businesses that don't they don't utilize financing. And it's bizarre to me because there's a lot of amazing options out there. And I'm not going to tell you who the company is because I haven't nailed it down yet. But the point is, you want to make yourself as valuable as possible. And the way I've done that is I've built solid relationships with solid people that I believe in, people that I would go to bat for, people that would go to bat for me. And so that's what I think, in my opinion, is a great partnership. Look, at the end of the day, there's one thing that I want out of a partnership. And there's one thing that you want out of a partnership which is a fair deal, right? If I give you X, whenever you get uh, your next client, you're going to give me X or whatever it is, right? Is there, or there, there could be a, a percentage of kickback or it could just be that it's a brand recognition partnership. There's a bunch of different ways that you can look at this, right? But you do want to think about how can you make yourself more valuable? If you're a business owner, you probably are listening to the show, then you're, you want to think about if you're an HVAC company and you just do HVAC, you need to have a plumbing partner. I don't mean you need to go into business with a plumber. I'm saying you need to build a relationship with a plumber that you love in your that's local. So whenever your customers have a problem, you have a solution. You need to have a window guy. You need to have all of all anything that that house needs. You should have somebody in your back pocket that can solve that problem for the customer. Right? Think about this. It makes you invaluable, truthfully, because look, I don't know anybody else. I know one other person that does this, and he he's the guy that taught me to do this. Callie Keen, one of my best friends in the whole world. This guy, he's a master at this, and he teaches people how to do this. You should check him out. His name, yeah, I'll have to spell it for you, is Callie Keen. Pretty certain there's not too many Callies. So, Look him up. He runs one of the largest product manufacturing businesses in the world. So, you know, he might know a thing or two about collaborations because guess what? He didn't get to whatever his company's worth at this point without working with people. In fact, I'll just tell you, that's exactly how he built this business, right? Relationships. This is how any good business is built. It's built on relationships. It's built on trust, primarily. You can't have a good relationship if you don't have trust. I don't want to dive into my little excursion to RoofCon, which started out interesting, of course. So I left a day early and I didn't even realize that. I was looking at, dude, I messed the dates up on this. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I messed them up all the way around. Everywhere I put the dates in, I messed them up. I put them all, all in on the 5th and 6th and it completely screwed me up because it's the 6th, 7th, and 8th. So I got there early. Halfway down there, I realized I don't have a hotel room because I didn't book it for that day. So that worked out perfectly fine. And But on the way down there, I've had this, I've been 
like I've had this weird itch. Like it'll itch in my like in my hair, it'll itch on my leg, it'll itch on my arm. And I'm like, I thought, to be honest, I smoke cigars, y'all know this. I thought honestly, I thought it was these freaking bugs called noceums. And you're wrong. If you've never heard of that, you probably think I'm an idiot saying that because that's exactly what I thought when I first heard it. But look it up. No seums. I think that's I think I'm saying it. But anyway, it's like a gnat, right? And so essentially, the way it was explained to me, I thought I had I was almost I'll be honest, I was partially convinced that I had lice or fleas. I didn't know what it was, and I couldn't see whatever it was. And was driving me nuts and i'll be honest it was a little bit embarrassing so it wasn't like i could tell anybody about it i can tell you now about it it was not any of those things so it's some kind of sun some kind of sun allergy that my doc has said he's i've seen this seven or eight times this year and he said honestly Corey, he said up until you walked in here i thought it had to do with the vaccine to be honest with you but now i know it has nothing to do with the vaccine it's a weird little thing. And so he, I get to Florida and it's getting worse and worse, right? So I'm leaving North Carolina, which is fairly cool um, at this time of year, down to Florida, which is not cool. And so it was odd. And I didn't even realize this until I got back. As I got down there, it got worse and worse. And so it got so bad that I had to literally go to urgent care and figure out, I'm like, this is just driving me nuts. I it, it is the most bizarre thing I think I've ever felt like it's just weird. And it kind of feels like little bugs actually crawling on you. And so how he explained it was it's some kind of adverse reaction, some kind of allergy to the sun that causes this weird little feeling. And he was like, yeah, just it's an allergy. So just take Zyrtec. That should tamp it down. But anyway, I went to urgent care. Sorry, I'm jumping all over. Went to urgent care. They gave me some medicine. You know, I made it through RoofCon, itching and scratching, not as bad as I was before. Thank God the guy gave me some medicine. But RoofCon was dope. And I just got to highlight Hunter for a quick second. I watched Hunter. I'm fascinated by people that do big shit, right? Because I'm doing big shit and I want to do bigger. And I'm fascinated when I get to be in the presence of somebody that's doing big shit. So I I don't run up and talk and stuff. I, I watch, right? I'm a silent observer, so to speak. It's one of my best skills that I have in as a salesperson, right? Or as a, a coach, because I know how to listen and I know how to pick up on things and I know how to execute the conversation when I need to. So I watched Hunter for three days. This dude never, he was never amped up. He was cool, calm, and collective the entire time I saw him. Every single time I saw him, he was just chilling. It was wild. But if that would have been me, I would have been running around that place 9,000 miles an hour. So it just goes to show you the emotional intelligence that Hunter Blue has. It's, it's crazy to me. Now, who knows what's going on inside of his head? He's got a kid, like a really small kid he just adopted, like a baby, and this massive event. So the takeaway from that is, This dude knows how to run a business, obviously, and he knows how to hire great people. Robert Posey's one of them. He's got a bunch of great people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to list everybody off. Robert's just one of my boys. I like Robert. He's a good guy. He was on my podcast. You should go listen to that. He's got a hell of a story. Roofcom was, it it was great. The Rhino guys were there. I got to see Mike Benitez. I got to see Jeff Boab. Got to see, I'm drawing a blank. 
Tim Tebow. Anyhow, I guess at, at this point you saw who's important for me to see, I guess. So anyhow, it was good. It was great. It was a really good, it was a tremendous event. And I would encourage anybody to go check it out. You can go check it out at roofcon.com. I'm sure they're selling the tickets for next year. In fact, I know they are. So long story short with this whole flea thing, by the way, I did go get lice stuff and I did put it in my hair thinking maybe that was lice and it didn't work. I, I was partially relieved, but partially not. So I'm dry. So I'm, so the last night at RoofCon, I had a bunch of amazing conversations, but I want to, I just want to, and I can't go over all of them because that would take me all day, but I need to point out one in particular. I'm going to do my best not to F this name up. Eric Obrant, I believe is how you say his name. If I said that right, I don't ever get anybody's name right, but I think that's right. I spent about, Jesus, I don't know, three hours, probably, probably close to three hours talking to Eric. And it was cool because I needed that conversation. And ironically, this is going to lead me to my next topic. Ironically, on the way down there, I to give you a bit of a backstory, I've been sober over 13 years. I started out in AA. I haven't been to AA in six years. That's where we're at. And so I'm driving down to Florida and I'm thinking about Eric because he does roofers in recovery. Now, I don't know that much about roofers in recovery, but I can figure out what that is, right? It's not that hard to figure out. And it got me thinking. And I got to think for about eight hours. And so when I talked to Eric, you know, I didn't know how that conversation was going to go because I have interesting feelings about A and sobriety and language that we use around it. And But I don't hold anything back. I just, I'm just going to tell you how I feel, can take it or leave it. But what I realized, and this is probably the most impactful thing that's happened to me in about six years. So I told Eric my feelings on saying I am an alcoholic and I don't agree with that because I don't feel like I'm an alcoholic because I haven't drank in over 13 years. And it makes me feel uncomfortable saying that I'm an alcoholic. But that's not the point. And Eric and I are going to get into this. He's going to come on my show next week. We're going to talk about this and it is, it's going to be great. I love having, I like having these conversations, but I, don't have enough is the point. I don't talk to enough people that are struggling with alcohol or drugs. Now, my best one of my best friends, Nick Jones, who all who's the reason that I ever got sober to begin with. This guy, he called me about I don't know two months ago, and he said, "Hey, I need you to pick up my buddy. He smokes crack. I need you to pick him up at the bus station, take him to the. I need you to get him in somewhere around you. He knows that I'll make it happen." And the guy was coming from Atlanta. And so I picked him up. It was 4.30 in the morning or something. And he, he's, well, he's cracked out, right? And just to give you some over, some backstory, I've not smoked crack. So I don't really, I don't know about crackheads, right? I know what I see on television or hear stories, but I've not really been around crackheads, like true crackheads. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. The guy smokes crack. Let me just say it like that. And so I went and picked this guy up. He was a train wreck, of course, just like I was when I came in. And and that guy's still sober today. If you would have asked me to place a bet whether that guy was going to stay sober or not, I would have said I would have bet every dime of money that he wouldn't have stayed sober. That's maybe not true. I have more hope than that, but he tried to get me to drop him off and buy crack four different times within a two-hour time span. That's why I'm saying we're lucky we got there. So, but we did. We got him in. And so it didn't. So my buddy Nick called me and said, hey, 
this guy, and I'm not gonna tell you his name, doesn't matter who it is. He said he's still sober. In the combination of Nick telling me that, the combination of Eric, my conversation with Eric, here's what I realized. Now, if you understand Alcoholics Anonymous, or if you know anything about Alcoholics Anonymous, then you know the word dry drunk. It's so uncomfortable for me to even talk about, to be honest with you. But I want to talk. I want to thank Eric really for that, for telling me. So the, so here's the story. I explained to Eric, I hadn't been to AA because the I am, I just explained all that. He said, Corey, he said, and he said this in, in the most genuine way. It's not about you. It's about helping another alcoholic. AA is the vehicle for you to help other people. And it doesn't really matter what, you think you believe in the program and I'm not giving you verbatim, but this is essentially the conversation. And of course I do believe in the program. I just don't believe in the I am part. That's the part that, that really trips me up hard. And I'm just not going to say it. I'm just not going to say those three words because I'm not an alcoholic. Now I'd say I'm a recovering alcoholic, but I ain't had a drink in 13 years. I may not be recovered, but damn, I got a pretty good track record. And, but I've been a dry drunk for the last six years. And let me explain what that means. That means I haven't had a drink, nor have I had a desire to have a drink. But I, but I also haven't been helping other alcoholics. I help other people all the time. I help people all the time. But I've been helping the wrong people. I know how to get through this thing. And this is the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life was stopping drinking. And the thought of having to go through that again breaks my heart. And damn, got a little emotional on that one. My ego, I guess they could call it my ego, got in the way. Because I was so stuck on my dumbass thought about, I, I keep, I'm not going back to AA because I'm not saying I'm an alcoholic. How stupid is that? It makes zero sense, truthfully. It really makes no sense. Sometimes it takes what it takes. And so I've been scraping my knees back and forth. We've had a lot of crap go on in the last six years, right? And I sit here and I think about all these things that have gone on and and it just it makes me realize that I need to give back to the people that gave to me there are people that are struggling out there that I'm not even attempting to touch that makes me feel awful right it makes me feel terrible and understand Eric wasn't saying this to make me feel bad he was just asking great questions. And those great questions led to me discovering I don't have to, I don't have to say I'm an alcoholic. And so Eric said, look, dude, I went through a very, I won't go into his story because we're going to get into that later, but he shared his experience with a very similar situation. And that's what I needed to know. And that, my friend, is the value of being inside of AA. Right, being inside of a group like Alcoholics Anonymous, because you can learn from other people. This is the power. Let's just take it full circle. This is the power of collaboration, right? 
AA is a collaboration of people trying to stay sober and live a better life. Without that group, if you think about that, one person's not a group. Two people are a group. You can have two people, you can have a meeting. In fact, I started a meeting, I don't know, seven years ago, eight years ago, and maybe longer than that, actually. And it, I started with two people and I grew it. So the point here with this whole AA story is I went to a meeting yesterday and I picked up a sponsee and we're going to meet. And that's the part I've been missing in my life, right? I've been missing that, as I said before, it feels like I've been given to the wrong group or the wrong people. And so I'm really grateful for that conversation with Eric. And I'm grateful for Jeff Boab for introducing me to Eric because I needed that conversation that day. I needed that conversation. It's just, it's all on God's time, right? It's all on whatever you believe or whatever you call it, your high power, higher, higher power or Buddha, whatever you want to call it. But you got to believe in something bigger than you. That's for sure. And I've always believed in, I haven't always, I shouldn't say that, but since I've been sober, I've absolutely thought of something bigger than me because it's way bigger than me and bigger than you. All right, guys, give me a favor. Share the show for me. I appreciate that. I appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you guys on the other side. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at coreybarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.